the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome back, and Floyd to the Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks so much for tuning in. Feel free to weigh in via Twitter for any comments or questions. Hashtag Narn Show. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. And again, follow along on our Facebook page as well. Go to Facebook.com, do a search for the Northern Alliance Radio Network, and uh, hope you will opine there as well. Can you continue talking about the deliberative misinformation uh, about the Georgia election law? And by the way, uh, in case you're wondering if the three major news networks are even trying to keep any pretense of objectivity, I give you this from CBS's CBS News's official Twitter feed. This is a tweet they put out last evening. Here are three ways companies can help fight Georgia's restrictive new voting law. I, I mean, that that's something you'd expect from like Vox or Slate or Think Progress. I don't even think Progress exists anymore, but you get my point. Honest to God, that this it, it's just appalling that the gaslighting it is that's what it is. It's gaslighting, it is absolute gaslighting. What what they're doing with this Georgia voter law, and because of that, you're getting these woke corporations that are urging uh, boycotts. You know the the CEOs of Delta and Coca Cola, which are in Georgia. Okay, their their main uh, headquarters are in Georgia. Uh, church mice when the law was initially passed, but then once there was backlash against it, then they then they decide to come out and speak against it. it just absolutely gutless. And, oh, speaking of gutless, um, this is from ESPN.com. Major League Baseball announced Friday that it is moving the 2021 All-Star Game out of Atlanta in response to a new Georgia law that has civil rights groups concerned about its potential to restrict voting access for the people of for people of color. Okay, uh now they're just talking about potential. Others are saying it's 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 empirical fact that this is going to disenfranchise people and restrict their ability to vote. But here it, it just says it it's potential. Uh I I'm just going to say right here no one and I mean no one. I have heard no one who has made a coherent case about anybody's rights. Uh, being restricted under this new law. Literally no one. Because the prevailing sentiment, again, from progressives, is that this new law is Jim Crow 2.0 without providing any concrete evidence. Because here's the thing. What they're looking at is the pandemic uh, voting, uh, the pandemic uh, voting methods, where you could vote more freely by mail. Okay. But they're using the pandemic as a baseline. Okay, if you're talking about regular voting laws when there's a non-emergency situation like, you know, a non-pandemic, 
okay, this actually gives voters more options. I mean, New Jersey signed in legislation where they're talking about nine days of early voting. Okay? Georgia has literally 17 days of early voting. And they're talking about having giving counties the option of being open longer because what people are looking at is like, oh, well, you know, some of these counties, are, their early voting you know, is only open from 9 to 5. You know, that's, that's, that's going to be difficult for the working man who, who works past 5 o'clock to be able to vote early. Well, what they're, what, what they're misconstruing is when they say vote, counties are able to have their voting offices open from 9 to 5, that is an absolute minimum. Minimum you have to have your offices open, your county offices open from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Okay? But in rural areas, that's actually expanded. Okay? Because before it was like from, you know, I think 8 or 8.30 to 3 p.m. Now they're actually expanding it. You have to have it open a minimum of 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. And you can have the option of having it open longer. And in in... Bigger counties like Fulton County, you're not going to see any change at all. They're going to be able to remain open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m., but you have people misconstruing it, including the president of the United States himself, saying that's that's despicable, that they're rolling back hours from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. No, no, that's the minimum, very minimum they have to be open. Okay, most are going to stay open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Even the Washington Post cited the president for Pinocchios for saying how this is Jim Crow 2.0. Okay, when the Washington Post has to come out and issue a correction against the president of the United States. And give credit where credit is due. The Washington Post did their job there. But anyways, back to the uh, Major League Baseball. Uh, In a statement, Major League Baseball Commissioner uh, Rob Manfred said the league is finalizing a new host city and details about these events will be announced shortly. A source told ESPN that the 2022 All-Star Game is still planned for Dodger Stadium in Los Angeles and that that site won't be moved up to fill the void this summer. Uh, Over the past week, we have engaged in thoughtful conversations with clubs, former and current players, the Players Association, and the Players Alliance, among others, to listen to their views. Um, A story later came out that the players were not consulted one iota about this new law. Not, not, none of the players were given input. So that's false. Uh, I have deci- Here's a continuing statement from the commissioner. I have decided that the best way to demonstrate our values as a sport is by relocating this year's All-Star Game and MLB draft. Major League Baseball fundamentally supports voting rights for all Americans and reposes and opposes restriction to the ballot box. Well, Commissioner, have I got good news for you. Read the Georgia law. You'll find out that they've actually expanded the opportunities to vote for every resident of Georgia. So I got some good news for you. If you would just read the law, that is. Uh, In 2020, MLB became the first professional sports league to join the nonpartisan civic alliance to help build a future in which everybody participates in shaping the United States. We proudly used our platform to encourage baseball fans and communities throughout our country to perform their civic duty and actively participate in the voting process. Fair access to voting continues to have our game's unwavering support. Well, then, you're going to absolutely love what's in the new Georgia law. Why don't you read it sometime, Commissioner? Uh, Roger Goodell should take heart that he's now no longer the most inept 
professional sports commissioner. So that's good news for for Commissioner Goodell, the NFL. Uh, look, I, I, I honestly don't know what the goal of this boycott is, particularly in light of the fact Georgia Republicans actually have the ability to put forth a, a cogent defense of this new legislation. But meanwhile, the White House, even yesterday, Jen Psaki, press secretary at the White House, continues to lie about the contents of this bill. This is gaslighting at its most despicable level. And again, this is a coordinated strategy. They're lying about what's in the Georgia bill, saying it's a reverting back to Jim Crow, and therefore this is their method of trying to ramp up momentum for H.R. 1 nationalizing federal election laws And the only way we can get this federal election law passed is if we break up the legislative filibuster in the Senate. So you got to pressure those last Democrat holdouts, Senator Sinema of Arizona, Manchin of West Virginia, even Feinstein of California. If we can put the pressure on them to get rid of the legislative filibuster, we can we can pass H.R. 1. Okay, but even support for H.R. 1 and its merit is splintering from Democrats. So not only are these Democrats not going to get rid of the filibuster, even if they did, you've got these Democrats who are opposing, some of these Democrats who are opposing H.R. 1. So that's going to assume room temperature here before too long. But uh, there's no shot this Georgia law is going to be overturned. As, er- as I read in Eric Erickson's piece last segment, you know, there's probably going to be some left-wing judge who's going to put a stay on this law, try to drag it out. But ultimately, there's no shot it's going to be overturned. And here's the here's probably the biggest travesty in all this. The ones who are going to greatly suffer are the residents and the workers of the Fulton County area. And specifically the city of Atlanta, which is obviously the county seat of Fulton County and where the All-Star game was going to be. Fulton County uh more approximately half the citizens are black. And in Atlanta, the majority of citizens are black. This was going to be an economic boon, and I'll talk. I'll probably talk with King Banyan about this next segment. He's going to be joining us uh, about the potential economic boon that this all-star game was going to provide. But now that's out the window. A lot of these black-owned businesses that stood to profit from this big event being in town, too bad, so sad. Sorry. And Stacey Abrams, Stacey Abrams, who was Brian Kemp's Democrat opponent, in the gubernatorial race in 2018, and stu- who still has not conceded her loss, even though that was two-plus years ago that she lost. And she's been the sp- uh, spearhead behind labeling this new voter uh, legislation, Georgia state election law, as Jim Crow 2.0. But then she was making a plea when, when, it was, when uh, President Biden showed support for boycott the all-star game boycotting Atlanta and then MLB commissioner uh, Rob Manford weighing in on possibly boycotting Atlanta and then ultimately making the decision to uh, Stacey Abrams put out a letter um, in the aftermath of her pleas. Oh, please don't boycott us. Please don't boycott us. And then she put out a letter saying how that's going to have an inverse adverse impact on the city of Atlanta and the state of Georgia itself. Sorry, Miss Abrams, you don't get it both ways. You can't proclaim this law being Jim Crow 2.0. It's going to revert us back to pre uh, to to the segregated South, and then all of a sudden say, "Oh, but but, but don't boycott, don't boycott us." You want it both ways here. Sorry, sleep in the bed that you made. 
because you're the one who is per- perpetrating that this is this is hampering black people's going to hamper black people's ability to vote. And because of that, you unwittingly hurt black owned businesses in the Atlanta area because now the All-Star game's not going to be there. So, you don't get to play both sides of this coin. And this this I'm telling you this is this has the potential to be a pretty uh, dr- damning overreach by the Democrats this rhetoric. Because not only is HR well HR1 has pretty much been dead on arrival anyhow. Uh this Georgia law as you know as more people get educated about what's in this law they're going to realize, "Oh, well this isn't so bad." Again, even the Washington Post came out and issued a fact check saying that the president was flat out lying about his contentions about this law, particularly about um uh, well, here's a couple of his quotes, and I'll wrap up this segment. Uh, President Biden saying, what I'm worried about is how un-American this whole initiative is. It's sick. It's sick. Deciding that you're going to end voting at 5 o'clock when working people are just getting off work. Well, again, that's been debunked. Most voting stations, most voting uh, offices are going to be open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m., so it's actually expanded voting hours. And among the outrageous parts of this new state law, it ends v- voting hours early so working people can't get cast their vote after their shift is over. Um, again, these are both claims that Glenn Kessler, fact checker at the Washington Post, who was far from a conservative stooge, said, sorry, Mr. President, you're just you're flat out lying for this. Gave him four Pinocchios, which is the most egregious uh, rebuke in a fact check column that Glenn Kessler can give out. Uh, you know, and by the way, kudos to Glenn Kessler in this. He says, you know what? We're curious what the early voting rules were in Delaware. President Biden's home state, because uh, uh, it turns out Delaware didn't allow any in-person vote, uh, in-person early voting in 2020. So, huh, imagine that. So this is going to be such a dramatic overreach. And uh, Raphael Warnock, U.S. senator out of Georgia, who won a special election uh, a few a uh, few months ago, uh, he's going to be up for re-election in 2022. This could hamper uh, his re-election efforts. And this is what this is where uh, Democrats, people who uh, faithfully vote Democrat, they're getting tired of all this wokeness stuff. Okay, it's one thing to have uh, civil disagreement over a law, but it's another thing when you start harming economies and businesses in the name of wokeness. Uh, That's why, as Eric Erickson said, a lot of people are uh, fleeing from voting Democrat and are going to vote Republican. And this could potentially uh, propel Brian Kemp's uh, re-election efforts in 2022. We shall see. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow, hashtag N-A-R-N-Show. When we come back, uh, King Banyan, friend of the broadcast and fellow Northern Alliance Radio Network colleague, he's going to be joining us uh, to talk about uh, some economics, and I will ask him about the potential economic boon that was lost uh, with the All-Star Game now being taken out of Atlanta. Back in mere moments, go nowhere.